As you can hear, we're zipping along from Bathgate to Livingston at Farrell Lake, eager to see what this sizable Lothian new town has in store for us. We are now approaching Livingston North. And so we arrive in Livingston on a damp and dreary Wednesday night. Seems busy enough, but this is, in manner you may have come to expect in these programmes, a planned post-war new town which covers an awful lot of ground, possibly in quite an efficient way, but maybe we anticipate without a massive amount of character. I guess let our time here be the judge of that. Livingston, tonight's Forgotten Town. Livingston, Linlithgosha. Population 57,030. Rank number 171. Listener, I have just arrived at what the proprietors call the nest. That is here in Livingston on a quiet residential street. Um, I have to say it's very well appointed on first impressions and I think I'm going to sleep very comfortably here. My original intention had been to go to the Weatherspoons in central Livingston, which I could have walked to in about half an hour. It would have given me a slightly more genuine impression of what Livingston was like, or maybe it would have given me a very skewed one. However, I've walked into this accommodation to find that a bottle of wine has been left, and to be honest, it's not the worst-looking bottle of wine in the world. The time is already 9pm and I have has a busy day and the weather's not great so I think my impression of Livingston will be taken from here. So skipping back to what I laughingly and somewhat erroneously refer to as the studio, I can tell you that until the mid-20th century the area now occupied by Livingston was largely open ground punctuated by a few farms and individual houses. With the exceptions of Bells Quarry Village, about three miles south of my lodgings, Livingston Village, close to where the modern town centre is today, and the small settlement of Livingston Station. Goodness knows where they got the name for that from, but as it happens, that was where I just got off the train, somewhat further north. <laughs> In 1962, the whole area was earmarked for the creation of Livingston, designed from the off to be the county town of West Lothian, or Linlithgowshire, as Patricia and I prefer. However, it is fair to say that the majority of this consists of purpose-built housing estates, which, whilst adequately fulfilling their function of drawing in the displaced of Glasgow and, to a lesser extent, Edinburgh, are largely indistinguishable from one another. Eli Byrne, where I am staying, seems to be an exception, as according to Pevsner, it was mostly developed after 1977. I'd hardly call it pretty, but neither is it phenomenally dull. The 1970s shopping centre with its postmodern 90s extension, along with the nearby early 21st century designer outlet, get a decent write-up from the buildings of Scotland, but, spoiler alert, one insufficiently compelling to drag me a mile and a half in the wrong direction. And whilst the housing, for the most part, arrived too late to accommodate those engaged in the area's mining industries, at least 
some will have housed those employed in the town itself during the heyday of the Silicon Glen, as it was sometimes known, at least to my geography master. And whilst it isn't what it was, Mitsubishi still have a presence here, along with packaging giants DS Smith and a host of others whom I cannot be bothered to list. So who's that fellow on a Thursday morning speeding through a suburban Scottish council estate? Not for the first time this week, that man is me. And again, not for the first time this week, that man is running slightly late for a train. Fortunately for me, again, not for the first time this week, that train is also running late and I should make it. I am heading up to Livingston North where I shall leave this slightly sprawling new town and head for the bright lights of Edinburgh and thence back to England. See you there in a couple of weeks' time for more Forgotten Towns. Livingston, but I've never been to me.